With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We did it. We made it to a Friday. It's hour one. Gang's here, ready to go, including Fritzy. Morale is high. It's a meet Friday. And in case you're wondering, and I know you are, tacos. Wait, I'm going to try that again. Tacos. Taco Friday. Friday. Let's go. All right. We got steak tacos. We got barbecue pork tacos and loaded grilled chicken tacos. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Absolutely not. We do have it better than Zach Wilson. I feel bad for him. Number two pick by the Jets, and the Jets have granted him permission to seek a trade. Almost as if to say, we can't get anything for you. Uh, You go out there. You imagine how humbling that has to be. You can seek a trade. Wait, I... Do the Jets want anything in return? What would they take in return? A sixth, seventh round pick? But I felt bad for Zach Wilson that the Jets can't even do him the honor of trading him. (laughs) They're basically saying, hey, if uh, you can get somebody to want to take a flyer on you, good luck. If not, we'll just release you. Yes, Paul? He did get that rookie guaranteed deal. I think he's got like you know, 10 more million coming to him in the next couple years. He is getting paid at least. Yeah. Yeah, But it's still humbling, you know, how this all played out. He was supposed to learn. This was a year of learning under the tutelage of Aaron Rodgers. And then all of a sudden he was going to be a new quarterback. Didn't get that opportunity. Pressed into service after the injury. And then all of a sudden you had some bad quarterback play. And next thing you know, we watch him play and he's not playing well at all. And uh, now he gets the opportunity to seek a trade. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those who are watching on Peacock. Thank you. Downloading the app and uh, radio affiliates around the country, numbering over 400 cities in America that carry this program. And we have added yet another affiliate, the new 106.1, the ticket in New Orleans. And uh, Pat Galloway, thank you for all the great stuff. And uh, Jason Ginty, the, uh, I think he's program director there. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be live starting today. Starting Love New Orleans. Right now. And just happens to be the home of the Super Bowl next year. So uh, thank you for joining us. 
We hope you won't have any regrets. Should we do a site survey before the Super Ooh. Bowl to get down to New Orleans just to make sure mm. we remember the lay of the land from the last time we were there? It was that 2013, I believe, last time we were there. Yes, Todd? Makes you want to say beignet, don't you think? Oh, boy. Yeah. More of that New Orleans on your way. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Can you see if we're still on the new 106.1, okay. the ticket? Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. What, what, are, you, what are you doing, Seaton? That's the sound of the station ripping up their agreement. <laughs> oh, no, that's... Well, all right. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. First hour brought to you by TireRack.com, the official tire expert of the Dan Patrick Show. Easy to use tire decision guide. Full lineup of Yokohama tires, special offers, free road hazard protection, mobile tire installation, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, since this is the first day we're on in New Orleans, I should introduce the starting lineup, starting with Todd. Uh, don't call him a booker. He's a coordinating producer. Yeah, I get sensitive about that. Uh, do you want to give height and weight in college? Oh, I'll go five ten and a half on a good day. Uh, NYU, uh, weight, about 30 pounds more than I should be. Okay. Seton O'Connor. I'm uh, 5'11", about 188. Okay. University? Uh, West Virginia. Okay. And Middlesex Community College for exactly one day. <laughs> I like that you went to a junior college for one day. I went to a community college. Community. I sat down for, I don't even know if I made it the full class, but I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? Screw this. <laughs> Got up and walked out. Never went back. Uh, so... Seton is uh, back row with Todd, in case you're not watching on Peacock. Marvin, front row. Marvin? 5'11 and 3 fourths. 237 pounds. University of Connecticut. Okay. Paulie? You come. Six foot tall, 185 pounds. Southern Illinois University. SIU, five and a half years. Okay. And uh, I'm 6'3, 210. Actually, I'm 6'2. Actually, I might be 6'1 right now and uh, about 210, University of Dayton. So that's the starting lineup. That's the magic sauce that everybody's trying to replicate in this business, and nobody can do it. Yes, Paul? Yeah, the last time we were in New Orleans, we built that Super Bowl set, which was our mini French Quarter yeah. near the convention center, that south end of the street. That was a lovely setup. Yeah, yes. I think it rained. I yeah. think we had a, a, a leak in the roof, and uh, Michael Irvin was on the set. Sure. He asked for an umbrella, so he's on the uh, on the air with us, supposedly inside, and it was leaking, so he gave him an umbrella. James Lofton gave him uh, his umbrella. It's like a parasol. Yes. <laughs> like, well, that's our Super Bowl coverage. All right, coming up, uh, Holly Rowe has been on the road with Caitlin Clark. She will join us. Our good buddy, Joey Votto. Uh, well, he's a free agent now. Is he's that the name of her segment, by the way? On the road? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like Holly Rowe. Holly on the row. On the row. With Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark said that she's uh, going into the WNBA draft. Good riddance. Get out of it. <laughs> Let someone else shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there was the possibility, and she said that to us last year at this time, <laughs> that maybe she would come back for another year. Now, I'm glad that she's not. But she did have the free year due to COVID, and then you come back. Like, you don't want to wear out your welcome. You, know, you just don't want to stay longer. We all have had those guests that come over, or we've been the guest that goes to a party, and you're like, when are you, when are you going to leave? And I always mention somebody who's a really good friend of mine, uh, he and his family stayed till the very end a couple of years ago, and I was actually vacuuming the basement, 
and uh, and Brian lifted his feet up. Oh, we're naming names. Yes, yes. Um, I'm I I, I had the vacuum out. They're watching TV. Nobody else is there at the party. We're all cleaning up. They're still downstairs. They're watching a movie, and I get the vacuum out. I mean, I got to be in bed, and so I'm doing that. He lifted his feet up, and I just vacuumed under his feet. They stayed for probably an hour longer. Yeah, Paul. If you think about it, it makes sense. Like, Caitlin Clark got the record. She's going to get another one this weekend, the biggest of all time with Pete Maravich. The NCAA tournament, finish at home, four years. The record's hers. If she stays another year with the COVID record, it, it would kind of, I wouldn't say it would taint the record at all, but it would make it have a weird feel to it. Like, you would, she'd put it so out in the stratosphere, but no one else in the future would have that fifth-year choice, I don't think. Yeah, you just don't want an asterisk by this. You know, she... She's done what she's done. She's left an indelible mark, the impact, the scoring record, all of those things. And she has a big game coming up this weekend against Ohio State. She'll be drafted by Indiana. And uh, so you're going to have a great garden, a great big person there uh, in the middle. And uh, Asia Wilson, or is it Leah Boston? Leah Boston. Boston. Okay. But, uh, Leah Boston will be the, uh, the center there. And then you're going to have uh, you know, Caitlin there in Indiana. Uh, you know, you can drive from Iowa. I don't know how long it is from Indy to Iowa, but I'm going to guess they're, uh, they'll have quite a convoy going in there. Yeah, Paulie? That's five and a half hours, That's depending on nothing. Uh, I-80 West. That's nothing. 365 miles. Yes. Yes, Todd? Yes, I can concur. Five and a half hours. That's oh, what thanks. I was raising my hand about. Oh, okay. Yeah, Marvin? I think this is going to be very LeBron-esque, his first game at Sacramento, his rookie year where it's going to be a ton of media coverage. They're going to have like almost like a college game day type set, but an NBA game day, all yeah, but that. They never should have had LeBron make his debut in Sacramento. Like when you think about it, that all this hype, and then he went to Sacramento. So it's late night, and you want to put him on display. You want it East Coast. You want everybody to be able to watch something like that. Indiana, they already have their schedule, I believe, and they don't, they don't open up against any they're not in a major market are they that first game i know they played brooklyn and and that's in brooklyn so not in the garden but uh they'll play the liberty in brooklyn their first game might be at home does that sound right last time we looked yes paulie the nna fever's first game should be caitlin clark's first game will be at the connecticut sun okay that's a big deal i bought six tickets a month ago okay well that's a big deal uh, that'll that'll get a great turnout there and it'll it'll resemble resemble what's happened with Caitlin Clark when she's been on the road or even at home with uh, with Iowa. So she does uh, announce that she's going pro, and uh, Caitlin Clark has a game coming up this weekend. Drills are underway. NFL Combine. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, breaking into uh, programming if there's breaking news about the size of quarterbacks' hands. Caleb Williams meeting with teams, the media, and then you have the situation where the new owner. The Washington Commanders, he has been sitting in on the interviews with all the quarterbacks. It's not a good idea. Let your football people do the football work. You made, you did work, you made money, now you own the team. Um, I, it's like, let's say you got a Formula One race car. Hey, it's my, my race car. Well, I'd like to be there when you're changing tires and uh, you know, you're going to be talking to the driver. No, you don't need to be doing anything. Just stay in your suite, sip some cocktails, and watch. That's the best thing to do. But uh, you got the new owner. He's involved, and it feels like 
you got that person that you know they're over your shoulder and you can't say anything about it. Like they're there. You probably hear them breathing or they're chewing gum. Whatever it is, you're like, oh, God. And then you're asking questions. And then he, of course, has hired and fired you know, many people because he's a billionaire in his job. He goes, I know how to interview here. I know what I'm doing here. Well, this is different. This is trickier. And are you trying to do a gotcha with the uh, the quarterback? Who's the best quarterback in the draft, Drake May? Um, well, I would say Caleb Williams. Or if he says, I would say me. And then we break that down. We chop it up. And we're like, what is he really saying? Is that the guy we We want that kind of guy. Now you got the owner involved in this. Man. You'd rather be a dog or a cat? Yeah, you get. In, oh, no, the wrong answer. Mm. You get. You get. Trust me, okay? I've been sitting in meetings like this my whole life. I know how to do this. Yeah. You're going to talk yourself into something or out of something, and the owner is going to have the last word, and we saw how that worked last year with the Carolina Panthers. Good luck to the commanders. But now you're hearing, and this always happens, there's love for a quarterback, and it's usually week to week. Right now it's Jaden Daniels. Now, it's, it's been Caleb Williams. J.J. McCarthy's also had a little spin here. And then Drake May's going to have his. Every single draft, it feels like, we have this buildup to combine, then the draft, free agency, and we're going, now, who's it this week? This week, it's Bo Nix out of Oregon. And then it'll be Michael Penix Jr. And then we'll come back to Caleb Williams. That's usually how this works out. But... The uh, quarterbacks on display, so to speak. Now, Caleb Williams is not going to give up his medicals. He's not going to take a physical, and which I don't think he has any issues like Michael Penix does. But now I wonder what he has. What's he trying to hide if he doesn't want to do this? And I don't know if you have to do a physical for every team that would be interested in asking you to do that. And if that's the case, then I would not want to do that. I'd be like, I'll do one with the NFL uh, physician, and then you guys can you know, look at the medicals. But I'm not going to do one for because you have to sit down for these interviews. There are teams interviewing quarterbacks that will have no chance of getting that quarterback. Like the Jets are interviewing, they're talking to these quarterbacks here. And as a source said to me, well, you may not get them now, but you may remember something. You may take something away from that interview when you play that quarterback. And I said, all right, 15 minutes sitting down with a quarterback, and you go, you know, I remember that question we asked. Do you love your mom or your dad more? You know how he remembered that? I think we should blitz him. I don't know if we're going to get that deep into this, but uh, some teams do. They offer up some strange questions. They hope to trip you up a little bit. And uh, we'll uh, keep an eye on, more importantly, the hand size here of the uh, quarterbacks. All right, Seaton, what's the poll question we're going to go with today? I think we're going with the poll questions after the break. Oh, we are. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Get ready. All right. Uh, let's see. I got something here from Ian Rappaport, NFL spokesperson, told reporters that Marvin Harrison won't talk to the media as previously scheduled. He was supposed to do that uh, in five minutes, and apparently he's not going to be doing that. Uh, Also, an update on uh, 
Caleb Williams and his medicals. We'll have that for you after the break. We'll get to uh, phone calls, as we always do, on a meet Friday and uh, settle on that poll question as well. Coming up on 16 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eight seven seven three dp show Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Our good buddy Joey Votto in an hour from now, looking for a team. Lewis Riddick will join us from the Combine, and Holly Rowe is on the road with Caitlin Clark, so we'll talk to her coming up as well. Settle on a poll question as well. Prior to the commercial break, I mentioned Marvin Harrison Jr. 
it was supposed to meet with the media about three minutes ago in Indianapolis and decided that he wasn't going to, didn't show up. We don't have any other explanation uh, with that situation, but he's expected to be first uh, wide receiver off the board and uh, a top five pick. Caleb Williams, I mentioned that uh, he didn't want to uh, do medicals for all the teams, and it made me wonder, what is he hiding? But then I also wondered, does every team request a physical, and then he has to go through that process with everybody? Which, if that was the case, I'd be like, nope. And uh, here's Caleb explaining why he's not doing the medicals. Yeah, so for the medical stuff, I'll be doing the medical stuff, just not here in Indy. I'll be doing it at the team interviews. Um, you know, not 32 teams can draft me. Um, there's only one of me. Um, and so uh, the teams that I go to for my visit, um, you know, those teams will have the, the medical and, and, and that'll be it. Okay, I get it. How many teams are going to have the opportunity to draft him? Are you going to go to his pro day? Is he doing just one set of medicals? I'm fine with that. I wouldn't want to. I don't want to do a physical. I wait, you know, how many years to do it? Let alone do. Hey, you got to do five today. You got to four four tomorrow. Like, no, I don't want to be poked and prodded one time. Here are the medicals. Go at it. And then you still are wondering about Caleb Williams. You're wondering about Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels is the flavor of the week right now. And now you have some of these analysts who are saying, "Hey, I would take Jaden Daniels." Okay, if you're the Bears. If Jaden Daniels is right there, maybe a hair less than Caleb Williams, but you could wait, maybe you could trade the pick, you could get something, you could still get a great quarterback at Jaden Daniels, I would caution people who have this thought process because sometimes you hear GMs say, we got to get a quarterback. No, no, i got to get my quarterback. Because if you get a quarterback, then that's not the guy who is probably right for your offense or your team. The makeup of your team. Get your guy. And if you don't, then don't kid yourself. Because all it is is a Band-Aid. Like the Steelers. The Steelers got Kenny Pickett. Do they have their guy? He was the first quarterback off the board. But the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, their front office, Omar Khan, the GM, had this to say about Kenny Pickett. I have full faith in uh, in, in Kenny. Um, he showed us some good things, and obviously there were some issues with the offense. And I'm excited about the impact that that Arthur Smith's going to have on him. You know, and Arthur's very optimistic about Kenny, and um, you know, I know they've communicated and um, said we'll, we'll have uh, some strong competition there, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Okay, year three, four years are guaranteed, and this will be a make-break year for him. And it feels like this happens every year where it's that guy or those guys who are in their third year, maybe fourth year, and then you have to decide, are we going to go all in? Justin Fields, prime example. You want to go all in? Was he your franchise guy? Last year he was your franchise guy, and then you realized, hey, we can make this pick. We're going to have the number one pick in the draft. We also get a wide receiver, and here you are again. Now they've decided that they're going to move on from Justin Fields, or it certainly looks like that. And what are you going to get for him? That's what I'm wondering. Can you get a lot for him? And these teams, if they know that you're going to take Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels or Drake May, it takes away a little bit of the leverage. Like, you want to get rid of this guy? We'll give you maybe a fourth-round pick, second and fourth-round pick. How's that? Yeah, Marvin. What if Kenny Pickett has a great year and the Steelers end up in the same position as the Giants? 
where you just have to overspend for Daniel Jones, mm. or do they just kind of just wash their hands of it? Like, no matter how well he does next year. Well, I don't know what the Giants were thinking with Daniel Jones. You know, he, he has the potential, and that's the key word, to do some pretty great things. But then he fails to live up to that potential with all the interceptions and the fumbles. And then didn't stay healthy last year. You gave him all that money. He's not more valuable to your team than Saquon Barkley. And then Barkley is looking for a, a team. He's looking for a new deal. I know that's the position that he plays, but I would have franchised Daniel Jones. I needed one more year. And if this had happened with this injury, they'd probably be moving on from Daniel Jones. But, you know, they're signed up for a couple more years with Daniel Jones. Now, I was told that doesn't mean that they won't look for a quarterback in the draft. But then I go, wait a minute, they got the passing Paisano. Don't they still have him? DeVito? Tommy D? Tommy DeVito? think they still have him check and see if uh you know the passing paisan is still on the roster there with the uh, the g-men there he, he's going to be putting some heat on daniel jones you know welcome to my kitchen here. watch your back yeah <laughs> if you know what i means yes Paulie. tommy d tyrod taylor still on the roster okay all right let's go yeah i like it yeah tommy d he was he had 15 minutes he, had, he almost had 16 minutes, and then he decided he wasn't going to do that meet and greet in an Italian restaurant. And then he, he decided went. to go to a pizza place, and it literally <laughs> killed his whole career. <laughs> One miscue at a pizza place know, in Jersey. I know. That, <laughs> hey, that's usually where you get whacked, you know, at the pizza place. He was at the pizza, the pizzeria. What happened to Tommy Cutler? agent really butchered that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I said at the time that, you know, in five years, that Tommy DeVito will have a restaurant close by at Giant Stadium where you can go go to Tommy DeVito's and you can see all the pictures and memorabilia that he's got on the wall there. He won't be playing, but uh, he would have but his Will own. he get a rest stop named after him? Ooh, mm. man. Does Eli Manning get a New Jersey rest stop named after him? I don't know. Because you got Vince Lombardi has one. Yeah, the one at my the the town that I grew up in, ours is named after John Bon Jovi. Fire. <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay, does Springsteen have one? I would imagine. I would I would he should have a turnpike. Ooh. Jack Cafferty and the Beaver Brown band. Did they <laughs> I don't think they band? did. Yes, Paul. James Gandolfini has one in New Jersey. Okay. Um Connie Chung has one in New Jersey. All right, Connie? Everybody Connie Chung tonight. Yeah. Connie? I, I have Frank Sinatra, of course. Oh, yeah. Hopefully by uh, Hoboken. Yeah. Ooh. I do not see Bruce Springsteen with a... Wow. Not in the, the Colts neck area? No. Ritzy, that's not all right. That's all wrong. Yeah, I think it's called the all right. That's why it doesn't come up as Bruce Springsteen. It just says the all right. But then I wrote all right! Need some snacks! Oh, oh, we have an update on the Springsteen situation. He <laughs> reportedly declined the honor according to the Star-Ledger. And they know what they're talking oh. about. The boss doesn't stop and rest. He was born to run, is what people are saying. Okay. I'm lifting that quote from the article, just to be credit. That is well From the done. New Jersey Star-Ledger. Okay. Writer. All right. But he did pass on it. He passed on it. Whitney Houston? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's great. All right. Having a rest stop. A lot of people get to see your name. Like I've been to the Gandolfini rest stop. North Jersey? I've been in the Vince Lombardi rest oh. stop. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, and he yells at you like they have a speaker there that, that he yells at you, take laps and stuff. It's, it's just like he's coaching you. 
But I would think Eli Manning should get, he's rest stop worthy. Oh, isn't yeah. He? Checking. I would think so. All right. All right. We'll get phone calls coming up. The uh, hour one poll question is going to be what, Seton? Is going to be what? Uh, well, we have uh, an owner sitting in and taking part in NFL mm. Combine interviews. Is mm. dot, 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 a red flag or good business? Mm. Okay. We'll do that. Uh, we have if you ran the Bears, would you rather have Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels, a second rounder this year and next year? <laughs> okay. That's, That's not a- the worst. It's really not. It's not. Yeah, but I have to be sure that Jaden Daniels is going to be great. But don't you have to be sure that Caleb Williams? Yes, I do. Yes. But it feels like more people feel like Caleb Williams is destined for greatness. Jaden Daniels is sort of, to win the Heisman and be sort of an overnight sensation, it feels like. Like, yeah, Jaden Daniels, oh, he can play. Well, yeah, he played really well at LSU. Drake May has sort of been there and... It feels Which is like, a red flag. It feels like he's destined to go to the Patriots. Just does, poor guy. But if I'm the Bears and I'm and I'm split, keep this in mind: the Colts' war room was split on Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning. Peyton, of course, turns out one of the greatest quarterbacks, and Ryan Leaf was a bust. But you have these situations where you go, God, I'm not sure. Last year, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, not quite sure. You know, war rooms divided on that. And you think, man, they're really close. They're going to be really good. And usually, or I shouldn't say usually, but sometimes that first quarterback off the board is not the best quarterback in the draft. And that could be in large part to the team he goes to. Is the organization a good organization? Any stability in there? Probably not because that's why they're picking where they're picking. And then it's somebody who goes later, goes to a better organization because they had a better record. And then you kind of fell in their lap. Patrick Mahomes fell in Kansas City's lap. But they did have to go up and get him. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he was right there as well. Any of these teams wanted him or Patrick Mahomes, they could have. Or at least a few of them. They were there. This is a situation with Chicago that do you go, do we trade down, we can still get a guy that we think and maybe he's the best quarterback in the draft. But nobody's going to tell you any of this stuff because why would the Bears tip their hand and say, you know, we secretly really like. Caleb Williams, I think, wants to go to D.C. Because he even said, hey, you know, regardless of how I feel, okay, that means that you're probably not feeling the same way that we think you should be, and that is I want to go to the Bears. It's like, hey, if I go there, that'll be great, be number one pick. You know, regardless of how I feel, well, that tells me you might feel differently. Yeah, Paulie. So if you're the Bears and you think that Caleb Williams might not want to play for you, and let's say it's close, you could trade down one spot with Washington. Everybody wins. You pick up, let's say, again, two second-round draft picks. You trade fields for a second and fourth. Now you're bringing in Jaden Daniels, but you're bringing him in with a team that's being surrounded, and in the future will be more talent around him. So you're emboldening your second pick of the draft. But they're assuming Washington will want to make that trade. Yeah. Yeah, for our poll question. Because if Washington goes, well, I know you like Jaden Daniels. We're not going to make a trade with you. Or why would we trade? We feel like Jaden Daniels is just as good as Caleb Williams. We're not going to give you anything. Like, then you would have some negotiations. Then the Bears go, well, how about we'll take this and this? 
then maybe you get Washington interested. But if I'm Washington, I'm going, you know, we we can't lose here. We're going to get either Jaden Daniels or we're going to get Caleb Williams. But we're not going to overpay because we've seen what teams do on draft day. Uh, I think the Cowboys are keeping Trey Lance. I think they picked up his option for this next year. Man, did he disappear. And remember when he went to the Cowboys? Because he went to the Cowboys, it's like, oh, he could put some pressure on Dak Prescott. Or, hey, they might incorporate him in the offense. He's he's disappeared further from, uh, you know, our rearview mirror than, you know, was first thought. He's like, okay, going to Dallas, all right. What's Jerry got in mind for him? Oh, maybe this is leverage. Dak Prescott, maybe you take less. That didn't factor in at all because Dak had an MVP-like season, or at least, you know, he was – in the conversation there. Yes, Paul. I was looking at Jaden Daniels' stats from this season. I kind of forgot about them. As a passer, 3,800 yards, 72%, 40 touchdowns, and four picks. With just passing, he probably wins the Heisman. He added 1,134 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. I, I think that may stand for a while, quarterback stat-wise, for the combo rushing-passing. Is it the greatest season a quarterback has ever had? It feels like every year it, we're saying, is that the greatest uh, season? Burroughs got it for passing. Well, he had 60 touchdown passes, <laughs> didn't he, and four yeah. interceptions? <laughs> now, granted, he was throwing to some great receivers there. Jaden Daniels was throwing to two first-round draft picks with LSU wide receivers. But Jaden Daniels was a really good quarterback at Arizona State and then decided – why not get paid a lot of money, play in the SEC, showcase my talents, and here he is, second pick overall, perhaps maybe the number one pick overall. Yeah, Paul. Burrow's junior year at LSU, he threw for 16 touchdowns. The next year he threw for 60. I know. <laughs> I don't think you've had that jump, that separation with any quarterback. and Unless somebody threw one, one year and then you know threw 38 the other year, next year. But you want to have that larger sample size. I do. And that's why I always had a problem with Zach Wilson. Because I did watch him play, and I didn't, I didn't see greatness. And, it, you know, even going against inferior talent, I just kept waiting to go, okay, let me see what everybody else is seeing. And then he had his pro day. And then he rolled left and threw back right oh. for 60 yards. And oh. everybody went, how many times do you think in his career he will have those moments where you roll left, throw back right for 60 yards, probably five maybe. But we fell in love with that, fell in love with a guy who wasn't in pads. All I want to see is game footage. Like, if I'm going to assess your talent, what you do on a pro day, doesn't matter to me. Although I think, I, I don't know if it was Andrew Luck or Zach or um, Josh Allen that they did their pro day and it was bad weather, it was windy, and they chose to throw into the wind. You guys will have to do some research. But I think they chose to throw into the wind as if to say, hey, I'm going to be ready for whatever comes my way. Not something that's, you know, climate controlled, hermetically sealed, and really not what the reality is of the NFL. Yeah, Paulie? You're correct. Josh Allen at his pro day outdoors in Wyoming. Uh, and he did some indoor as well, but he showed off both. He did, did it with the wind and without. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pro days doesn't tell me anything. Medicals, I'm, I'd be curious about. The interviewing process, I'd be curious about as well. But when you fall in love, remember when ESPN, they were at uh, Jadavian Clowney's pro day, and you had a couple of former players who were like, oh, this is the best guy we've ever seen. 
You know, that this is crazy. That guy, that size. And then I talked to somebody who played against him who said he has no lower body strength. So as crazy as everybody went over Jadavion Clowney because he was in shorts and he was working out. And they said, you can move him around. He's not a, he's not a big guy, lower body guy. I didn't even think of that. But this is what happens. We get into these situations, you come out and you go, man, I love that Johnny Manziel. I love that personality. Browns did that with Baker Mayfield. Love that personality. Okay. And look, I understood the Baker Mayfield because he had that edge, chip on his shoulder. He did play really well. He won the Heisman. And it felt like he was going to work, whereas Johnny Manziel didn't want to work. That Baker was going to continue to prove that he belongs in the NFL. I mean, he's still trying to do that with Tampa Bay, and he did a pretty good job. I just think that the worst thing that happened to him was they got Odell Beckham Jr. And it felt like he was trying to keep OBJ happy and not running the offense the way he should have. But, you know, he's probably going to get a contract. If he doesn't get one in Tampa, Atlanta... Atlanta might be the place for him as well, which would be interesting. All right, we're just getting started. Keeping an eye on everything at the Combine. We'll get to uh, phone calls coming up, update the poll results. But up next, it's the play of the day, and then I want to talk about the NBA game that I watched last night from start to finish after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Oh my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Inbounds pass, Paul. Looking around. Coming up on a five count. Does get it into Draymond deep on the right wing for step open corner three. Gucci! Bounce pass. Draymond goes to Paul. Off a of screen. Steph catch and shoot. Right wing. Three is good! His eighth of the game. He's got 31. That's courtesy of the game. Warriors Radio Network. Warriors jumped out to a 14 to nothing lead. Steph, two of his eight three-pointers as he scores 31 at the Garden against the Knicks. Had a double-double in the first half. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. One place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Spent a lot of time last night watching one basketball game. I watched the Spurs against Oklahoma City. It was Victor Wembayama versus Chet Holmgren, and Wembayama did not disappoint. Here is the ending of the game with Wembayama on Chet Holmgren. Jay Gilders Alexander, top of the lane against Sohan. Bounce pass out front. Holmgren guarded by Wembayama. Step back jumper stuffed by Wembayama. Six blocks for Victor Wembayama. You have to watch it. He hit a couple of threes and then. Here's Chet Holmgren, who's 7-5, and Wembayama went up and got it, just smothered him. Wembayama finished the month of February with 47 blocks. That's more than six teams total for the entire month. Also last night, uh, LeBron James had 31, so he's nine points away from 40,000, and he was asked this question after the game. Does 40,000 mean anything to you? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't sit here and say no, because, I, I mean, of course, I mean, it's, it's a, no one has ever done it, um, you know, and um, for me to be in, in this position at this point in time in my career, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Um, does it sit like at the, one of the top of my, you know, things I've done in my career? No, but um, does it mean something? Of course, absolutely. Um, why wouldn't it? To be able to accomplish things in this league, the greatest players to ever play in this league, the NBA, and this has been a dream of mine, and to uh, hit feats and, and have milestones throughout my career, um, they all mean something to me. Yeah, it should. 40,000 points, that kind of consistency. I looked back, I think this is true. Michael Jordan in his last year with Washington, or when he was 39, I think that was his last year that he played. How many games do you think Michael Jordan played? Last year, the final year in the NBA. Marvin? 82. I believe that would be a bloop bloop. Yeah. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Didn't start all the games, came off the bench, but he did play in 82 games the final year that he played when he was 39 years of age. 
LeBron should be proud of this, that you get that kind of mileage, longevity, consistency. And it's not like he's just stat stuffing. We've seen that in baseball compiler. These are still meaningful games, meaningful points. And uh, you know, I, they're not in the title picture because I asked DraftKings, give me the odds to win the title right now. It's still Boston. Then you have the Clippers in the Nuggets, followed by the Bucks, and then after that, a distant Phoenix Suns team. Lakers aren't even in the picture right now. All right, uh, let's see. A couple of phone calls. Andrew in Washington leads us off. Good morning, Andrew. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan and Dan. It's happy uh, Taco Friday, yep. I guess it is. Yep. Um, hey, you watched the game last night between OKC and San Antonio, and so it got me looking at the two rookies of Chet Holmgren and Victor Wimbanyama. So just to kind of celebrate both of them, um, Chet Holmgren is the first rookie ever with 150 or more blocks with 108 three-pointers in a season. So there's his flowers. And then Victor Wimbanyama is doing something that's only been done one other time, and that's my question for you guys. Who's the other rookie besides Victor Wimbanyama to lead his point, lead his team in points, rebounds, blocks, and steals? David Robinson. Close. Same same. Time frame. Akeem Olajuwon. Nope. This would be a Pauly special. Paul? Can't be Patrick Ewing, is it? Pauly. It is. Have you heard of him? Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. I thought we were going with big men. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Jake in Wisconsin. Hi, Jake. Welcome back. What's up, DP? Uh, first time, long time. Six foot, a sopping wet 140. Um, I am a lifelong Commanders fan, always accepting donations for pain and suffering. Um, but I have a bit of a gripe with you here because I wanted to give you a quote from Josh Harris in September. Okay. He said that in the NBA... He's in the draft room and would expect to be in the draft room in the NFL. He says, quote, you want to understand the process. You're not picking players. When we went to the 53-man roster, I asked to be briefed on some of the harder decisions, but I didn't want to be in the room because I don't want the process to be altered. Always been a fan. DP, want to hear your thoughts on that? Well, but this isn't the draft room. This is the interview room. Is he asking questions? Is he asking football questions? Is he just monitoring the situation to see how his new coach or new coaches do? I'd like to know a little bit more, but all I know is David Tepper kind of provided the blueprint of what not to do, and that's to get too involved, overly involved. Jerry Jones has been doing this for over 30 years, getting too involved, overly involved, emotionally involved. It's a business, run it as a business. When you hire people to do things, let them do things. Because if you don't, then they're going to do things and always be waiting for you to offer guidance or criticism. That's the only thing I would say in a situation like this. If you want to monitor what's going on, or are you leading the interview? Yes, Marv. Yeah, and if I'm the GM and I have the owner in the room, and they decide, man, I really, really want this quarterback, and they don't work out, if I'm the general manager, no, don't fire me. <laughs> you picked him. <laughs> well, Frank Wright got fired, 
at Carolina, I don't know if he wanted Bryce Young. It feels like he said all the right things, but I think most people, the consensus is that the owner wanted Bryce Young and not C.J. Stroud. All right, hour two coming up. Holly Rowe, great reporter for the Mothership. She's been covering Caitlin Clark, and we'll get her thoughts on what that experience has been like. Joey Votto is looking for a team to love him. We're going to have him on. One of our favorite guests, and the reaction is always great when we have Joey on. And Lewis Riddick from the Mothership will join us from the Combine. One hour in the books, two more to go on this Taco Friday. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.